Well, good morning and welcome to another episode of the Unshakable Podcast. My name is Sam and I am your podcast host. The Unshakable Podcast is an extension of Unshakable Ministries, where our goal is to educate, equip, encourage, and empower Christ followers to live the life that Christ expects us to live. Ways that you can find us on social media, if you will go over to Facebook and search Unshakable Podcast, you will find us there. On Instagram, our username is unshakable underscore podcast. And on Twitter, our username is unshakable underscore one. And that is the numerical value one. Ways that you can become a part of the Unshakable Nation. If you are listening this morning, let me be the first to say, welcome to the Unshakable Nation. We are thankful that you are here. For other ways you can become a part of the Unshakable Nation, if you would just peruse the website, you can see ways that you can become a part of the Unshakable Nation, whether it be through giving or prayers. Um, and, and, you know, we bring this up during every episode, at least I try to. You know, prayer is critical. And, and I know that there is a lot of superficial things that come along with prayer. We we hear people say all the time, oh, oh we're praying for you. We're thinking about you. Listen, here's the thing. I believe prayer is powerful. I believe that God truly honors prayer when we go to him in uh, just with, with prayerful request. And, and what I mean by request is, is that we are continuing to pray what Jesus told us in the Lord's prayer, that his will be done. His will, not our will, but his will be done. And I believe God hears those prayers. God answers those prayers. And that is what we desire to do is we desire to serve the will of the Father. We desire to put his will above our own. We don't ever want it to be about us. We always want it to be about him, what glorifies him and brings him honor and praise. So we're asking that you just continue to be in prayer for us and lifting that up, that we will join God where he is already at work, impacting the world one life at a time with the gospel of Jesus Christ. I always want to take an opportunity to pause and just thank those who are continuing to give in support of the show. We are so appreciative of that. You you don't know how much that actually means to us. No matter how little or how large uh, the the amount that you're giving, it does not matter. We it's not something that we actually try to get. We don't we don't try to get people to support us financially. We ask that you just be led by the Spirit. We ask that you know if it's something that you're considering, you prayerfully do that, and that you would just be obedient to give your finances where God is calling you to give. You know, God has just blessed my family. Uh, I, I work a full-time job. I actually run a small business here in Birmingham, Alabama. God takes care of us. And, you know, the, the giving is much appreciated as it helps us continue to invest in the ministry, to be able to grow the ministry in, in different ways. But if you feel like God is leading you to give somewhere that there might be a greater need, by all means, be obedient to that leading and and not here. Um, so just know that we are taken care of and we continue to trust that God will take care of us. So obviously you can hear it in my voice a little bit. Um, you know, I've come down with the Omicron, the Unicron, the, the Decepticon, whatever it is, you know, hashtag Transformers reference there. But um, I've, I've got something going on here. Uh, you know, I'm not the guy that runs out and gets tested. I don't do that. I don't believe in that. If you've been listening to this podcast for any amount of time, 
I'm not going to be a part of their system. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, you know, I, I feel I feel fantastic. I sound like garbage. Um, nose stopped up, a little cough and congestion going on. But other than that, I feel fantastic. Uh, you know, the the thing about it is, is it's the last few weeks. It's like 2022 started off with a bang. Um, I, I, you know, I initially launched out of my own in my own business at the beginning of 2022. I was working with another company uh, who decided to close the doors and which, which was fine. You know, again, just trusting God, it's way outside of my comfort zone, but it's been a tremendous testimony to who God is and just sitting back and allowing my faith to be tested uh, in this. And, uh, you know, and it has been tested, will continue to be tested. Uh, it just, you know, is nice to be able to sit back and just trust God and know that God ultimately is in control of all things. And I trust that God loves me as a father and will continue to provide in that. But the crazy thing is, is I knew, you know, that I was going to be up and, and running um, a couple of weeks ago. I was going to get the the first podcast of the year out. Um, and it's really been crazy that, you know, over the last month or so, the the Internet here in my studio uh, quote unquote, my home, which is where my studio is, the internet has been not working very well. And um, so that is why it is late coming out. And um, I did have a little bit of internet late yesterday for me to be able to get something posted on the website about it coming today. But the internet has, it was out pretty much all day yesterday, has been intermittent today, but I'm hoping that this is going to work and it is going to be uploaded. But anyway, as we dig into today, and and you know we've been talking about the end time prophecies, and I thought at the end of the year last year, my last episode last year, I thought we were going to be done with this, but that's where we have to be fluid in the hands of God, taking the shape of whatever He is trying to mold us into. And you know, as the year progressed, you know, I, I took off right before Thanksgiving, you know, all the way through Christmas, and. Boy, that six weeks really brought some interesting things to the table to discuss. And as as we get into those things, you know, it, it's really crazy what is going on. And, and, you know, as we talk about end time prophecy, as I've stated, what the Bible says is going to happen will, in fact, happen. There's no ands, ifs, or buts about it. There's no way around it. Nothing that we can do to stop it. We have to accept the fact that God is who he says he is. Things will play out just as he said they would play out. Now, with that said, you know, some of the things that are interesting that have come out over the last, you know, the last six weeks of last year going into the new year, you know, we saw Omicron come out um, and, and we're hearing all these conflicting stories now, you know, coming out about Omicron that, you know, the the vaccine will not protect you against Omicron. Now they're coming out saying the vaccine actually is working against Omicron. Some are saying that Omicron is actually the uh, the variant that is going to be the cure, quote unquote, for COVID. Um, you know, as I've said from the get go, COVID's here to stay. I, I don't I think it's very much like the flu. Don't think it's as deadly as the flu. I believe the the numbers have been skewed greatly, um, at, you know, as we saw with the PCR test. You know, we're finding out that it was not accurate at all and could not tell the difference between the common cold, the flu or COVID. So therefore, you know, the numbers have been skewed. But at the same time, I think it is a virus. I think it is real and I think it's here to stay. You know, where I stand on the fact of it being man-made and released is is irrelevant. 
Um, but I will say that it, it is here to stay. We just have to learn how to live with it. That's just part of it. I don't think we have to rush out and get a vaccine. I'm not going to live that way. I would not encourage anyone else to, uh, to live that way, to live their life and make decisions based on fear. I don't believe that Christ followers should live in fear. And, you know, I've, I've had conversations with a lot of uh, Christian brothers and sisters who have made comments that, well, we don't do it out of fear. We do it out of love for our neighbor. Well, listen, I'm just telling you, you don't know what's in this vaccine. I don't know what's in this vaccine. And I'm certainly not about to pump it into my veins, not knowing what's in it and also seeing the adverse effects that come along with it. I'm sorry. Anything that is good for you will not have all of the adverse side effects that this vaccine has, nor the boosters. So we we started talking about all of this stuff that was coming up with the Department of Homeland Security and these programs that they're trying to launch this year, September of this year. And we started digging into those last year or last week. I'm sorry. We started digging into those last week. And the first one that we dug into was the automated artificial intelligence distress alerts and monitoring. And we looked at really what that was, and that was a way for them to the government. I, I'm using them as 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 a reference to the government. What they really want to do with this is they want to use technology or computers to be able to be able to monitor everything. Now we know that the NSA has access to data. We know that they have access to internet connected devices, cell phones, um, and, and things like that. And what, what we also know is that NSA agents are the ones who actively are, are listening and or pursuing this information or this data. What they want to do is they want to use a computer to do that, technology to do that, because a single computer can listen to a million things at one time and, and be able to disseminate the data and, and uh, filter through the data in, in an instant versus an individual person sitting there having to go through it. So what they want to do is they want to use technology to advance the quantity of data that they can receive based on keywords. And we talked about that. So that artificial intelligence is technology. It's a computer that will do the listening versus a human person that will actually do it. Now, here's the crazy thing. As we go through these, it's so funny that when when um, J.D. Farag, I think I mentioned him last week, jdfarag.org, this information is not for me. I didn't just happen upon this. I did, but it was by listening to J.D. Farag. He does a, a prophecy update every Sunday. He does a prophecy update. I encourage you to find him. He has a um, podcast, but you can go to jdfarag.org and you can actually watch the full live stream. But I encourage you to go watch it because this was something that he brought up and there was a particular company that was solicited uh, to become a part of this program. And they are the ones that emailed J.D. Farag and gave him all the information on these programs. And also told him that their, their goal was to launch these programs in September of 2022. And you know, now that I have really started digging into these programs, it's very interesting to me to see what is going on in the world today. I'm starting to notice headlines that I probably just would have shrugged off before. But I, I started seeing headlines in reference to the IRS requiring biometric recognition in order for you to have access to your uh, personal financial history with the IRS and or receive your 
uh, tax return and things like that. Biometric being your facial ID, which we know that many phones out there now also have the biometric capabilities that you can turn on and use for security purposes. Now the IRS is wanting to introduce this as as soon as this summer. Uh, and it's very interesting because the company that my internet is through, and, and I, I want to be very careful with some of this stuff because like I've said, there's a reason I'm behind a curtain on the website doing this podcast now. So I want to be very careful here. But the company that I have my internet through is a national company. And what I find very interesting is when I was on the phone with them yesterday trying to get all of this worked out, they had an advertisement on there for uh, voice recognition uh, to be able to, they called it uh, efficiently or conveniently be able to get into your account and get account information or for their system to be able to get into your account for your account information. They were actually asking you to set up voice recognition. And, you know, as I mentioned a couple of weeks ago, we also know that your Google home speakers and your Alexa home speakers, they are also, when you're setting them up, they're also asking you if you want to go through the process of having these devices recognize your voice. Well, when we look at the biometric requirements coming from the IRS, now we're looking at all of these companies requiring are wanting you to go to voice recognition. This is the direction that technology is going in. These are, you know, right now it's optional, but this is the direction things are going in. And I know that because of these, these DHS programs that we're talking about. Now, you know, as we dive into this week's program and we look at that, we see what it says is this is DHS 221-002, rapidly deployable countermeasures at protected perimeters and structures. Let me read that again. Rapidly deployable countermeasures at protected perimeters and structures. Now, when you read the description on this, we see that the description is telling us that they want to use this in in reference to rioting, uh, lawless rioting, where people might, you know, they would have you believe that this is based on what we've seen over the past few years where property has been destroyed and this would be used as a countermeasure, you know, on certain structures and perimeters. However, what I find very interesting about this is exactly what we've sort of been talking about, you know, over the last year and a half, almost two years now with this COVID stuff, is that we felt eventually, and I say we talking about those who believe like me, uh, some of my fellow Christ followers who are really looking at this stuff in reference to end time prophecy, not and not not based on our emotions or feelings, but actually looking at it from an end time prophecy perspective. And we truly believe that camps are going to be set up, right? Detainment camps are going to be set up, and they're they're going to call it quarantine camps. Well, when you look at rapidly deployable countermeasures at protected perimeters and structures, and and you really start thinking about this, and you think about quarantine camps or detainment camps or concentration camps, here's the thing about it that, that really blows my mind, is even in the description, it says that these countermeasures are to be camouflaged. And that they are to actually look like they are a part of, aesthetically, aesthetically a part of whatever 
perimeter and or structure they are attached to, which means you would never know they were there and no one else would ever know that they were there. Why would they need to be secretive about this? Look, let's let's be honest. If you knew that there was a structure or a building that was under constant security of men who were standing there with 50 caliber machine guns on the four corners of this structure, on the roof, would you ever attack that structure? Of course not. That's the thing. Why? Because we don't need something to be secret if we know that something is being protected by 50 caliber machine guns from each corner of the roof line. Chances are we're not idiots. We're not going to attack this building. So why would it need to be secret? I'll tell you why it needs to be secret. It needs to be secret because at these detainment camps, quarantine camps, concentration camps, whatever you want to call them, what they need is for something to be invisible. And what what is going to happen is they're going to use these countermeasures against people inside these detainment camps who have been quarantined for their own safety and now want to get outside the walls. These are going to be people, as I said last week, we're being tracked, we're being listened to, when it comes to these devices that are listening to us, they're listening for keywords, they're going to track us down, they're going to detain us, they're going to tell us it's for our own safety, but really what it's about is the fact that we do not comply with their mandates. So they're going to lock us up. And when we start rebelling against this, they want to have these camouflaged countermeasures that you will never know about So that when you try to get outside of these perimeters, not into a perimeter or structure, but when you're trying to get out of a perimeter or a structure, these countermeasures will be in place to take you out. Or in, you know, at best to put fear in you to keep you detained. Now, listen, here's here's what I'm trying to get at. I've been going through Revelation 13, and I've I've read it in its entirety. And there are verses that specifically stand out to me. Now, listen, this is what what I've said with, with all of this. I am a firm believer that the government, this is all governments, are under the influence of Satan. Now, listen to me. There are so many people that are looking for the Antichrist. And I'm not going to sit here and tell you this person's the Antichrist or that person's the Antichrist. But there are so many people that are looking for the Antichrist, and they're they're actually putting names to it. They've they've thrown out uh, Bill Gates. They've thrown out Anthony Fauci. I've heard you know Saddam Hussein was the Antichrist. I've heard that uh, Gaddafi was was the Antichrist. I've heard that uh, uh, Kim Jong Un is the Antichrist. I've heard all of these people are the Antichrist, and this is coming from Christians. But let me tell you something. When it comes to actually reading the signs of the Antichrist, here's what I want you to understand that Scripture teaches. Scripture actually teaches that the devil disguises himself as an angel of light, deceiving the whole world. The devil doesn't come in pure evil. The devil doesn't come with his horns blaring, holding his pitchfork, casting fire out of his mouth. No, the scripture tells us that he disguises himself as an angel of light, deceiving the whole world. 
So you're looking for this purely evil person to be the Antichrist. And I'm telling you that the Antichrist is going to come in a way of deceiving people. He's going to be a well-liked person. And he's going to be liked by many people. He's going to be liked by a lot of people. And he's going to be granted the power to perform certain signs and miracles. Now, listen, I I will tell you this with everything that's going on. I don't know if you saw this, but Elon Musk, Neuralink, his company Neuralink, they're actually approaching the, uh, uh, the possibility of human trials with a brain implant. Now, this is news. It's, this has been released that he's actually working on human trials right now. He's working to get that set up so that he can go ahead and get that started. To put an implant into your brain or someone's brain. Now, there are a lot of people, you know, when it comes to this, there's, there's a lot of people that like Elon Musk. A lot of people that like Elon Musk. And it would be... You know, I'm like I said, I'm not saying that he is the Antichrist. Um, but what I am saying is he strikes me as a person who would be very well liked by a lot of people with a lot of the things that he does and a lot of the things that he believes. He would be well liked by a large group of people. So it could be Elon Musk. I'm not saying it is. I'm not saying it's not. I'm not calling a name. Only God knows who the Antichrist is, not me. All I know is God gave me signs to recognize who the Antichrist would be and that he will be revealed in his day. But I do know this. I know that Elon Musk, for example, example, he is he's a huge proponent of uh, cryptocurrencies, uh, one world digital currency. So keep that in mind. Cryptocurrencies are not going to fail. They are going to be a success. And the reason they are going to be a success is because they are a one-world digital currency. And anyone who has an electronic device on them will be able to spend their money anywhere in the world instantaneously. End-time prophecy. So those of you out there that are calling Bitcoin crazy or calling any of these cryptocurrencies crazy, it lines up with end-time prophecy. I'm not saying the currency in and of itself is evil, but I'm saying it will be the end-time currency. This is how it's going to happen. This is how money will be transmitted instantaneously. He is a huge proponent of that, of cryptocurrencies. He's also anti-government. And I am a firm believer, based on end-time prophecy, that the Antichrist will be anti-government. He will be a savior. uh, He will have the appearance of a savior of the people. And we've been screaming, we the people, we the people, the government serves we the people. They clearly don't serve we the people. And as I talked about last week, they are serving the master of this world, which is Satan. They are being influenced. But the person that is going to be the Antichrist is going to appear as a savior to the people. I don't know who it is, but I'm telling you to watch out because he's not going to have pitchfork and horns. He's going to be dressed as an angel of light, deceiving the whole world. Now, 
rapidly deployable countermeasures at protected perimeters and structures. Structures. Sam, how does this tie into Revelation chapter 13? Well, this is the one section I've been reading, and I want to keep reading it because it is time. It is time for Christ followers who truly believe that Christ is the Messiah, that Christ is who he says he is, that truly believe that God is going to do exactly as he said he was going to do, and that all prophecy was going to line up with exactly how God said it was going to happen. If you truly believe that, it is time for you as a Christ follower to grow a backbone. It is time to stand. It is time to persevere. It is time to not comply with what Satan is trying to do. It is time for us to stand up and start speaking out against the gates of hell with the gospel of Jesus Christ. It's not time to be embarrassed about being a Christian. It's not time to keep your mouth shut. It's time to stand up and start boldly proclaiming the name of Jesus Christ as the one and only Savior and the only true hope for all mankind and for those who place their trust in Him by confessing their sin and accepting the fact that He was the ultimate sacrifice. Where's your backbone? When will you stand up? Will you stand up in public and defy what Satan is trying to do in this world? When it comes down to whether or not it's going to be your life, are you willing to stand and sacrifice your life for the sake of the gospel of Jesus Christ? Because listen, Revelation 13 is clear, and this is what it says in black and white. Verse 10, if anyone is to be taken captive to captivity, he goes. If anyone is to be slain with the sword, with the sword must be slain. Here is a call for the endurance and faith of the saints. What do you believe? Live it out. Stop talking about it. Start walking about it. It is time. It's past time for the church to wake up from their slumber. We've got buildings all over this world who claim to be the church and fail to do the work that God has given us as the bride of Christ. We talk about all the good stuff. How you can get rich just by trusting in Jesus. Just trust in Jesus a little more. Give a little more money and God will bless you. God will give back to you. If you just follow Jesus, all things will go your way. But let me tell you something. That is not the promise we have from Jesus' mouth. Jesus tells us we will be persecuted for his name's sake. We will be hunted down. We will be detained and we will be killed. Father God, we love you. God, we thank you for what you did for us through your son, Jesus Christ on the cross. God, we right now come to you and we boldly declare that we belong to you. Empower us with your spirit. Empower us with your boldness. Empower us with your courage. Let us grow a backbone and be willing to stand in the face of evil, even knowing that it may cost us our lives. God, make us unshakable. We will give you the glory and you the honor and you the praise in Christ's name. Hey guys, I love you. And until next time, remain unshakable.